here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. Here on SAFM, uh, leading uh, the conversation. And tonight we're in conversation, of course, uh, with William Pofu, um, uh, our resident uh, driving specialist, a motoring journalist. Uh, and do follow her on social media. Her hashtag on everything, uh, not hashtag, her social social media handles is driving in heels. I got that right. Hey, you, you, I'm very bad at these social media things. It is handles, right? Have I lost we? Where did we go? Hi, I'm here. Ah, there you are. It, it, it is your social media handles, right? Uh, I think it is. I'm a better journalist than I am a social media. Yeah, no, guru, I'm, I'm yeah. also not that, that great with the social media. But thank you. Uh, yes, follow follow V. Um, driving in Hills. She has excellent, excellent updates on just about oh, anything you. when it comes to what you'd like to know, uh, whether it's about buying new cars, current cars, or just general kind of uh, knowledge, general knowledge things. And talking about general knowledge things, which is one of the things mm. we're going to be talking about now, and looking outside the window, I can see that it's raining here in Gauteng. I'm not sure mm-hmm. about the rest of the country. But red roads and, of course, poor visibility, it seems, are some of the factors that led to an increase of more than 20% of fatal accidents in 2018. That's correct. About 27%, actually, of the 10,500 fatal crashes on South African roads this year alone, or rather last year, 2018. Um, or contributed to a slippery or wet road surfaces. Because when it rains, people kind of like don't quite know what to do. And I think that's what we're going to be talking about just now. Um, let's start off, though. Let, you know, when you say people don't know what to do, I think there's some common sense things that, you know, don't always are, seem to be that common sense, like slow down. That, that seems to be one of the first things that people tend to forget, that you can't drive at the same speed as you would normally because obviously if you, if you st- try to brake, it's going to take you longer to actually come to a halt. That's absolutely correct. And I'm glad you corrected yourself on that whole common sense thing because you would think that's the first thing that people would do. Yeah. I don't know. I always somehow think that maybe people are thinking, okay, I can beat the rain. I can outdrive the rain and get home quicker <laughs> or something of the sort. But it absolutely makes no sense to me. Immediately, the, uh, you know, the first couple of droplets on the road, please understand that the road is going to be slippery, mm. which is going to affect your traction. So the, the tires are not going to be able to grip the road uh, as effectively as they would if the road was completely dry. Now, if you live in a metropole like uh, Joburg or Durban, Cape Town, you know, anywhere where you've got bumper-to-bumper traffic at any given time, you will find that some cars leak oil. So you're standing in traffic for 20 minutes, you know, edging along, either going to work Mm. or going home in peak hour traffic. Some cars are not as well maintained as others, yeah? Um, And those cars are basically going to drip all sorts of, of, of fluid. Now, when it rains plus water, sorry, plus oil no, on the road, mm. then you've got, you know, a very dangerous cocktail, which would really affect your ability to stop your car. Of, of course, uh, you know, you used the, 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 the jargon of, uh, of a motoring specialist and, and used the word traction. I, I, I just said, you're, you're going to slide. You know, but another thing that's going <laughs> to add to your sliding or not having traction on the road is if your tires aren't well maintained and you don't have enough tread. I can never speak about tire maintenance well enough, as you know, I even do a workshop specifically on tires. But people seem to forget that tires are your first um, point of 
safety, mm. all right? And I know that sometimes even as journalists, we don't talk enough about tires because we talk about safety features in your car being your, you know, your ABS, your EBD, and all that kind of stuff, everything that makes up the actual braking system. But that doesn't work if you do not have tread on your tires. Yep. Now, you need to have a good enough tread on your tires. In other words, they, they cannot be bald. They cannot have bald patches. They cannot be worn out in order for them to be able to, you know, stop the wheel from rotating. So what's going to happen is that when you brake in any in, in, in any environment, be it a wet road or a dry road, your brakes stop, you know, um, the the cars from the the wheels from turning. But the tread is basically what brings the car to a standstill. Yeah. So it's not that the brakes are in good condition, therefore you will stop. It doesn't work like that. So you can have the most sophisticated braking system in the in, in your car. But if you do not have a sufficient tread on your tyres, it's not going to stop. And then, of course, the other thing that people tend to forget about, and I don't know why, is putting on their lights. Yeah, it's unfortunate that people don't put on their lights even you know, in daylight. Um, and, of course, it gets worse in the evening. Now, combine evening hours and rain and you still don't have your lights on or you've only got one light on. Hashtag one-eyed bandit. One-eyed bandit. Yeah, that is quite, you know, a scary thing. But immediately you should, uh, you know, if that's raining, just put your lights on so that you uh, can improve the visibility, you know, of your of your car in relation to other people's cars. Now, one of the things I'm guilty of, and I, and I, and I can testify that it, you have no visibility uh-oh. whatsoever, is fogging up the windows because all your windows are closed. And as you know, I drive a Golf, so there's no such thing as a defogger <laughs> in, 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 in my car. I have to open the window. No! <laughs> I have to open the window. No, I have to open the window. I have to open the window. And then then it's like the the rain comes in. But I'm I'm basically saying don't fog up your windows. That's the other thing that you need to do. Not not, not Yeah. Don't fog up your windows. Basically. I'm sorry. I've just had a visual of you. I hope you're not the person who uses a piece of tissue to clean the windscreen um, and try to maneuver the car with one hand. No, no, uh, no. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't have, you know, that kind of uh, kind of hand-eye coordination. <laughs> I, re- I have no coordination, so that's not going to work at all. <laughs> yes, yeah, so basically you need to defog your windscreen by um, putting your aircon on or your fan or something, put it on as full blast as you possibly can and aim it towards the windscreen so that you can basically, you know, get the... Um, the, the mist, you know, to dissipate. Okay. But yes, if you don't have that, you can do the lizard way and open the window. Open your window. And right. hopefully you, you're not going to get too wet. Yeah. <laughs> rather rather get wet and stay alive, uh, you know, than, sure. than not reach your destination. Talking, Absolutely. Talking about safety, um, one of the things that's very, very important and I think a lot of people forget about is buckling up your kids. Um, now, a mm. lot of people tend to think, you know, when, you, when your kid is no longer a baby um, and in that, that, you know, the cot or the car seat, um, you know, when they start doing like three, four, five, they think, oh, I don't have to, to buckle up my kid anymore, especially if in the back seats. But this is, is not the truth at all. Yeah, and it's actually quite one of my pet peeves because people just need to understand that children are kids um, who need to be in some sort of car seat restraint mm. up until the age of about 12 or 13. Nothing annoys me more than seeing a child hanging in between, you know, the, the headrest of the driver and the passengers or hanging out the window, jumping up and down on the back seat, or having their little noses pressed up against the windscreen because they want to see, which is exactly what it is that kids do not want about safety belts. They want to be able to see out of the car. So you need to be able to put your child in a car seat that basically fits their height, their, their age as well. And their uh, weight. Sorry, their height and their weight, yes. Yeah. 
so that they can see out of the car because that's all it is. The child just wants to see Ada out of the car. So you have booster seats. You have all sorts of different seats that you can actually help to enable your child to be able to uh, be safe in the car. And it is the most important thing. I don't understand how drivers themselves will buckle up and leave their children to basically bounce around you know, in the car. What happens in the event of an emergency braking or uh, a collision, your child becomes a projectile within the car, mm. all right, because they are not, you know, fastened. So that child starts to bounce around quite literally, depending on the size of the child, uh, you know, the height of the child. If you say got a I don't know, two year old, your child could basically somersault two and a half times from the back seat through the windscreen and onto the bonnet and onto the car, onto, onto the road, you know, in front of it. So please can everybody who's listening to me right now visualize that. That child that you call precious, that you love so much, is actually going to become a projectile in the car. If they don't get ejected from the car, they could actually kill you because of the force, you know, the momentum with yeah. which they come at you, you know. That's why sometimes when you have, we hear accident reports, the child was nowhere, you know, within the vicinity of the car. Of the they found 50 meters yeah. away. Now, you know. of course, it's also against the law for you not to buckle in, up your, your, your child. And people need to, to be aware of that, even though sometimes it seems like our, our traffic officers aren't aware of that. Unfortunately, yes, but it is the law. Um, and there are penalties, you know, uh, for not wearing a seatbelt. There are penalties as well for not ensuring that your child is um, buckled into your seat. Anything from uh, 250 to 500 grand, which I think is like nothing compared to the fact that you are basically talking about a human life. Yeah. It should be more like 2,500 and 5,000 grand. It should go towards your auto and your reduction oh, of points. points yeah. You know, um, because everybody who's in the car is responsible for the safety of everybody else That's in the car, the car, particularly the driver. You should not even be moving the car if people are not, you know, buckled up. Now, just finally, let's end it on a, on a good note. Uh, are we in for a fuel drop, <laughs> uh, a drop of price, it would seem? <sighs> yes, just a drop, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's anticipated, according to the um, AA of South Africa, that fuel prices are going to decrease this month in November. Petrol from between uh, 4 and 18 cents and diesel up to about 14 cents. Please, these are um, estimates. Uh, we still have to wait for the actual figures to come out, but it looks like the range is doing pretty well um, you know, against the global fuel prices. So and it's also a oil idea has come to, down, of course. Brent crude yes, has indeed. come down, yeah. Having said that, it doesn't mean that those prices are going to hold into oh, the festive no, season. So <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Be careful, you know, and don't um, make plans on the difference of uh, in coins between what you're paying now and what you will be paying in November. And it's only four or eight cents. I mean, yeah, that that, that really is, is 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 a drop in the ocean. Um, just it looking at drop. Despicable Me on Twitter says the other way to circumvent the rain is to get a Subaru. You should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one indeed. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I hope they I hope they tag me on that and can show it to Subaru because I'll be very no, actually, Well, they said they said driving in hells, not driving in hells. It's driving in heels. H e e l. <laughs> so it's H E E L S. Yes, that is despicable. Uh, Vui, thank you so much. Uh, uh, looking forward to chatting to you again next week. And all the best. Drive safe. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you very much. And please, everybody, obey the laws of the road, particularly today. Keep a safe following distance because it is wet out there. Thank you so much. Uh, that is Vui Mpofu. As I said, follow her on all her social media pages. Her handle is Driving in Heels. Uh, that's H. Double E L S driving in hills, great information that she has available.